Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Peak in the Pit podcast, an episodic podcast to share the peaks and the pits in the day-to-day lives of teachers, students, and staff as a tool for reflection, growth, and improvement. Welcome back to the Peak in the Pit podcast, where educators, staff, and students discuss the peaks and the pits of their day-to-day lives. I want to thank those of you that have tuned in so far and for the feedback I've received. It's been so wonderful to hear that you're enjoying the topics, and I hope you continue to listen and subscribe if you have not. This week's episode is special to me for so many reasons. First and foremost, I get to feature another new guest who is probably the epitome of what we all aspire to be as human beings. She is truly sunshine on a cloudy day, and her laugh is one of the most contagious laughs I've ever heard in my life, which you'll get the pleasure to hear at the end. This lady is a talented student, an athlete, and selfishly for me, a dancer and mentee at Chance to Dance. As it stands right now, I'm assuming most of my listeners know what Chance to Dance is, but in the rare occurrence that there's a stranger out there tuning in, first of all, hi, Um, but second of all, I'd like to take a minute to explain Chance to Dance just in case. Chance to Dance is a nonprofit organization that provides an equitable and affordable dance education to all. We focus on five pillars of development within our program. I am strong, I am beautiful, I am talented, I am empowered, I am ready to work hard. Each class, our dancers recite those five pillars at the start of class, but also share something that they love about themselves as well. We work to promote both body positivity and confidence while building a well-balanced mind, body, and spirit. I started integrating those pillars and this routine into our programming Um, about two years ago, and then about a year ago, I started doing some research on the difference between fitting in and belonging in our society, and specifically what that means when we're working with students. I was fortunate enough to be able to work with a group of 6th, 7th, and 8th graders to gather some data on their understanding of this topic. And From my conversations with them, most students were able to identify that fitting in meant that you made yourself a certain way to match the group around you, but belonging meant that you could be exactly who you are no matter what. And together, we also were able to identify that fitting in was mostly seen in school classrooms and in the hallways and out on the playground and at sporting events. But belonging, if you were lucky to have that, could be found at your home with your family. So I've alluded to her before, but my queen, Brene Brown, defines true belonging as, quote, presenting our authentic and perfect selves to the world, which is ideally what I think I'm trying to create a bridge for within Chance to Dance for my students and of course with this podcast to make more space for human authenticity. However, it's pretty evident, especially in today's society, that presenting our imperfect selves to the world can sometimes lead to also presenting some ignorance. And in my opinion, if that ignorance is recognized, reflected on, and once you know better, you then do better, then growth can take place. 
But if that ignorance is continually ignored, that's when our authentic true selves can be severely dangerous and problematic. In this episode, Marissa and I discuss how friends create space for true belonging, the dangers of ignored ignorance, and how much weight your words hold. You'll hear how Marissa feels ignored ignorance heavier than others, being that she has Down syndrome. I hope this podcast is able to open the eyes of every listener to see the able versus the label in every single human being. Tell us who you are. Tell us your name. I'm Melissa. I'm my junior high school, and um, I play basketball. I, I'm in. I'm a teacher. I'm supposed to dance. Um, and yeah, so that's the best. How old me. are you? Oh, I'm seventeen. Seventeen with an attitude. Yes. <laughs> so a a attitude. <laughs> um, me and you know each other because you're best friends with my sister, yes, who you now friend. call your sister. Yeah. Okay. So you're best friends with my sister, Maria. Yes. I met you before you knew Maria. Yes. Because I met you at Hauser on the Hauser dance team, right? Right. We danced together on the Hauser dance team, or I worked with you. And then after we knew each other at Hauser, you became friends with Maria, and how did you and Maria meet? Through Young Life. Through Young Life? Is that really how? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so how did... You guys start becoming friends. Like, what made you want to be friends with Maria? Or we were talking. You guys like hung out or what? We hung out. We talking. <laughs> and what? What did you? What? What made you want to be friends with Maria? I don't know because I wanted to know because I want to be friends with her because I didn't have any friends during young life. So that that's why I met this young booty woman. <laughs> okay. So, and then what did she do to make you feel like a friend? Um, she always takes me out to places. Um, she calls, well, sometimes she calls me, sometimes she doesn't, because I know that she's always busy. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, like, every time I see her, like, she puts a huge smile on my face. Oh, that's cute. So, she makes you feel good. Yes, she does. And that's what makes her a yes. good friend. Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> she made you feel good about yourself, so you wanted to be friends with her. Now, yes. you are a very, very, very outgoing, yes. personable yes. girl. And yes. from what I understand, very social, and everyone loves you, and everyone knows who you are, right? Yes, that's so correct. So, I heard you say that you didn't have any friends in Young Life before Maria. Yes. But I think that... There were people there who knew you and always be like, hey, Marissa, like everywhere we go, somebody knows you, right? Yeah. But why did you feel like you didn't have friends? Because sometimes people don't talk to me. They don't like who I am. Like, like sometimes, like, I always say about, like, sometimes I'll be like, all by myself. And that's why I have Miss Miss Maria Therese over here. Why do you think people don't talk to you? Because they don't like me. They don't like like they don't they don't like me. They always talk about the way that I look. It makes me like different from other other people. And what about you is different from other people? Like I have a dis- like like I have a disability that people don't have. What is it? That is wrong. Do you want to explain what that is? No. Okay. 
that's fine. I imagine that having Down syndrome can sometimes also have its challenges, right? Yeah. So what are some challenges that you face having Down syndrome? Oh, God, it's, it's kind of hard. Um, I can't sit still. Okay. I have a noise. <laughs> you, make that, a... you make that noise. I have a noise. <laughs> <laughs> I have a noise. That, wait, do it again. <laughs> okay, what else? I pop, I pop my jaw. Oh, ew. I <laughs> <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> okay. Um, what's it like in school when you're learning? Is um, learning any different? No. You feel like that's totally fine? Yeah, it's fine. It's kind of hard, but... Everybody struggles, yeah. right, in school sometimes. What about with people at school who don't really know you? Do you have challenges with them? Okay, <laughs> so tell us the story. What happened? Don't use any names, though. Okay, so first of all, the boy said the Auburn, mm-hmm. and um, said the Auburn, and 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 I, know. And I was crying. Uh huh. And so this, he said the R word to you, or he said it out loud. He said it out loud, and I okay. heard it. Okay, and you heard it. Okay. Yes. Keep and Miss Malia over here enough. Mm-hmm. And said, like, don't you, she said, don't you, she said, don't you stay mm-hmm. And I was crying. And then, um, and then that, and then after that, I was still crying. But, uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie heard about it. Mm-hmm. Who's Eddie? Eddie is my brother. Mm-hmm. And it made him happy for instance, that first girl over here. Mm-hmm. And, um. And then, like, he got mad, and he said, don't ever say that. And then, and then, and then Maria said something to them, too. So, yeah. So, what do you do, or do you do anything when you hear, well, let me back up. Do you hear people use that word a lot? Yes, I do. You do? At school. At school. Yes. Okay. Bad time. Okay. Bad time. So... How does it make you feel when people use that word? Um, it, it makes me sad or upset when someone says it like, like to me. Because if someone says it to me, then I get like really sad and upset. Okay. And do you say anything to the people that say it to you? Do you do anything about them saying I usually tell a teacher. You usually tell a teacher? Yeah. That's good. What does telling a teacher do? Like... Why do you make sure that you do oh, that? Oh, sometimes I tell the dean because, like, sometimes I dean can like, get, get, like, people suspended for mm-hmm. sending Auburn. Mm-hmm. And so I, and then on Thursday morning, I tell the dean, I tell my case manager. That's good. So. Do you think that he, now that Eddie said something to him and Maria said something to him, and he saw your reaction, do you think that he will respond differently next time, or do you think he will make sure not to say that word anymore, or or no? Do you think he'll say that word, no matter what? Um, well, one of the girls that sorry to me, he gave me a hug, and that's it. But he did say sorry to me. He didn't say sorry to no. you. But the, one of the girls did? Yes. So, how does it make you feel when he doesn't apologize to you? Or when he didn't apologize? Um, I felt sad. So, maybe... But how did you feel about that girl? 
apologizing? Were you like... Yeah, I think it's okay. Okay. It's not okay, right? It's not okay, but it's it's, it's good that she apologized to you, yes. right? She understands maybe a little bit better. So how can people who don't know someone with special needs, right, who aren't friends with someone who have special needs. Yeah. Also, let me rewind. Does it bother you when people say special needs? Like, is there a better way to say it? Or is are you like, no, that's fine? It bothers me. It does? Yeah. Why? Because it's not kind of like people, like, I find that's quite... Like, what would we, what I should just call you Marissa? Yeah. So what if I say, okay... So what if I have someone who, what if I say, maybe, okay, not everyone is lucky enough to have a person like you in their life. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. So that's a better way to say it. So not everyone is lucky enough to have a person like you in their life. Yeah. Who can teach them lessons about people who have differences from themselves. Right? Like you teach me a lot of lessons every, every time I'm with you. Yeah. So, for people who aren't lucky enough to have someone like you in their life, how can they learn to be more understanding or more aware of maybe using the R word or respecting people who are different? How, how do we help them learn how to be better? Oh. What do you think? I think, my God, I want to cry. Why? Oh, my God. I was trying not to cry. Okay, if I cried, I'm going to move to more speed. Here we go. So, okay. So, um, I think that they, but they also have to be be aware of, like, 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 yeah. <clears throat> like, sometimes, like, if you like, sometimes people remember like, oh, she's right. She can't play basketball. Like, like, like they're actually calling me out. So, sometimes people assume that you can't do things versus assuming that you can do things, right? Yeah. So, you're saying that maybe we help them learn by understanding and labeling and saying things that you can do. Yes. Versus looking at things that you can't do. Because, yeah. right or wrong, you can do anything that any other kid can do. Any other 17-year-old. Can you? Yes. Probably better. Maria! So maybe we, as a world, as a society, we have to get better about talking about things that you can do versus things that you can't do. Right? Yeah. Okay. Seeing the able versus the label. No. Seeing the able versus the label. Oh, that's cool. Who saw? Who said that? I saw it on a shirt. I'm oh. like, I need that. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm. Seeing the able instead of the label. Uh. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> that airy laugh is too much. 
You good? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah, I just was curious because I think that there are people who, like, I think that people say mean things and they say bad things because they aren't educated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I think. So I want to figure out a way to educate people. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. 